0: A haunted house actor stabbed a boy with a real knife. Some people are lodging nicotine pouches up their buttholes to get a buzz. And a family finds an unknown woman in the casket that they bought for their mother. These are the weird stories on Tuesday. And it's Weird AF News. That's right. The only daily weird news podcast. You guessed it. Hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy. I'm happy to have you here. I got three weird stories from around the world. Come on. Let's kick it. You guys want to kick it? Let's kick it. A haunted house actor stabbed a young boy while trying to scare him. It's Halloween season, guys. And you know those fake haunted houses that pop up in your area. Oh, aren't they fun? The actors are supposed to pretend to stab you. Well, this young boy really got his money's worth. He was actually stabbed. He actually got the legitimate scare experience. It says here, things got a little spooky after a haunted house actor stabbed an 11-year-old boy in the foot at a fairground in Ohio. The business says this was an accident, of course. The child was about to begin walking through the haunted house, which is called the Seven Floors of Hell. That sounds lovely. This is a very popular horror attraction in Berea, Ohio, come Halloween season. One of the workers was holding a real Bowie knife. This is when the problems started. He showed up to work with a real knife. Uh, he tried to scare the child, but stabbed him in the foot. <laughs> oh boy, we have a quote from the mother. Well, you know, the actor walked up to my son. He was holding the knife, you know, waving it around, trying to scare. The well, everybody just trying to scare everybody. That's his job. He's a haunted house actor with a knife. We didn't know it was real. Usually they're not real. His intentions were, you know, just to get everybody freaked out. My son wasn't at all, though. He wasn't scared. He responded by saying, that knife's not fake and I'm not scared. Well, that was when the actor began dragging the knife along the ground around my child, stabbing the area where my child was standing. And then eventually stabbed my boy in, in the big toe. It went right through his crocs. It really did. Why was he wearing Crocs at a haunted house? I don't know. He wears those things. I tell him not to. They're not very protective footwear. And if you're going to a haunted house, you need protective footwear. If you're going anywhere, really, you need protective footwear in this world. I don't understand the whole appeal of these Crocs anyways. Um, Yeah, my son was bleeding. The the workers did a good job. They took him to the first aid area where um, another child was being tended for a severed arm. (laughs) They disinfected my child's cut. It was about a third of an inch long. Needed a bandage and uh, he didn't need much. Yeah. And and then, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. We continued into the horror house. And <laughs> we just, I swear to you, it says here, both he and his mother continued into the horror house until they completed the seven levels of hell. They were not going to be turned away by a little blood. They were not going to let a nearly cut off toe keep them away from the seven levels of hell. They They spent 25 bucks each to roam these seven levels. Yeah, they're going to get their money's worth. <laughs> I'll be damned if I'm not doing the seven levels of hell. I've been looking forward to this. I said, you suck it up, son. You're lucky he you didn't stab you in the face. <laughs> you can't count on these fairground haunted house actors. The seasonal employees, you know, next year they might be in prison. You can't trust them. Yeah, you know? they They say they're supposed to use fake props, but you know. They're just trying to make a better experience for everybody involved. Make it more scary. Make it more authentic. I didn't mind at all. My son sure didn't. I didn't want to make a scene either, so... Yeah, I didn't really say much. Just wanted it to go the appropriate way. And I wanted to go in the seven levels of hell. I I really did. I was looking forward to it all season. It says here, the seven floors of hell enforces strict rules and protocols... ...which do not allow the scare actors to carry any real weapons. Only rubber and foam props. The owner of seven floors of hell said the actor had to be let go <laughs> he did something he wasn't supposed to be doing he went to his car and got a knife he did this on his own free will we we're not going to tolerate or put up with any of that the 22 year old actor has been charged with negligent assault i can't explain why he brought the real knife i cannot he should have been using a fake prop or a rubber knife one of those rubber ones we have plenty of rubber ones there Obviously a poor decision on his part to bring a real knife to the fairgrounds. He's being criminally charged, from my understanding. And uh, we, up, we upgraded their tickets, by the way. They, they, they got a little private tour of the seven levels of hell. I hope that. And, you know, I hope the, the boy's foot recovers. And, and maybe we'll see him next season. Crazy people are putting nicotine pouches up their butts to get a buzz. Health officials are warning this might be a bad idea. Yes, guys, if you're stuffing nicotine pouches into your anus or your penis foreskin to see if it causes a buzz, well, health officials are saying this could lead to swelling and burning and damaged skin. So you should probably discontinue this behavior. Uh, For those of you who don't know what uh, snuff or tobacco nicotine pouches are, uh, let me describe them to you. It's smokeless tobacco, basically. And there's a couple of kinds here. in the, uh, in the snuff department, I would say. You got the skull loose tobacco in a little can and you just take a pinch and you put it in your lip. Well, they have the same product in a pouch. It's already contained in a little pouch, so it's not as messy. Um, and then you can put that in your lip or wherever. Well, apparently they're putting these little pouches in their penis foreskins and poking them up their butts. Uh, I would have never thought to do that, but then again, I'm not a Floridian, so, uh, not that there's not that this is a florida story but i just think like this, i feel like this is a an idea that a floridian probably came up with uh, they always look at new ways to get high according to the online forums reports from denmark's national health institute show an increased number of scandinavians are experimenting with this substance these nicotine pouches they're called snus in scandinavian countries they're typically placed inside the upper lip it says uh, they're a safer alternative, it seems, to smoking or vaping. But, uh, of course, nicotine pouches come with their own risks, including gum disease and addiction. Uh, I used to try these things because I played baseball. So, yeah, I used to experiment with, ex- with smokeless tobacco, put a little chaw in my mouth or a little skull. Yeah, of course. Well, they, apparently they interviewed some 19-year-old. He says he and his friends placed the snooze under their foreskins because they were curious about how it would affect them. Uh, The boy claims the only effects he noticed were a burning sensation and a rash the next day, so he said he wasn't going to try that again. In the same article, the health experts heard a similar story from a patient who says he got drunk and forgot to take out the nicotine pouch. The next morning he woke up, his penis was red and very swollen and hurting. It was the first and last time he tried putting a tobacco pouch in his foreskin. This is, they're treating this like a very serious study. Yes, we're interviewing children about, uh, could you please tell us what was your motivation for putting that uh, nicotine pouch in your penis foreskin? Yes, and what would you say the outcome was? Hmm. Could you fill it out on this chart right here? Was it? Uh, we're going to go from one to five, five being most pleasurable, one being uh, the dumbest thing I ever did in my life. It says here, in addition to negative physical sensations, the public health director told the media people should abstain from the trend because it actually can lead to addiction as well. You might want to keep putting them up your butt, is what this person is saying. I can't believe they're uh, spending money on this research. (laughs) Did you guys spend any money on the uh, milk crate challenge as well to find out You know, just exactly why are you guys doing this dangerous activity? Uh, Someone also said they experimented with nicotine in their butthole, said their craving for the substance disappeared after a few minutes. It says, uh, when a person uses nicotine pouches as intended, which is under the lip, nicotine enters the bloodstream through mucous membranes in that area. The, uh, researcher says the same reaction could occur if nicotine is placed in your butthole and your foreskin, since these areas also contain mucous membranes. Well, what happens if you put it up under your eyelid? Uh, according to one clinic in Cleveland, placing nicotine in contact with skin for an extended period of time could cause rashes. Uh, Prolonged nicotine use could cause a person's skin to age more rapidly and prevent skin wounds from healing as well. That's the end of the article. They're just telling you this is a bad idea basically at the end. I think we all knew this. (laughs) Thanks, though. How How many millions did you spend trying to find out if this was a dumb idea? Do you guys think poking nicotine patches up your anus is a good idea or a bad idea? I don't know. I don't know. We're back to the drawing board on that one. Maybe we, we need to raise a few more hundreds of thousands to figure out the answer to this one. Boys. Well, we need the data to convince the kids not to do it. And, and of course, you can't slap the kids anymore. So that's out of the question. <laughs> well, you can't even really humiliate them anymore because I would like to tell them what I think of them. These dumb, literal dumbasses, really. A family discovered the wrong dead woman in their mother's casket wearing their mother's clothes. A funeral home in North Carolina I had to apologize after a couple of sisters say they went to view their mother's body at the funeral home. They expected to find their mother in the casket. Instead, they found a different woman, but the woman was wearing their mother's clothes inside that casket. Jennifer and Janetta, you really named your daughters Jennifer and Janetta. Could you be any more confusing for the rest of the world? Dead mother? Uh, I shouldn't speak ill of the dead, but that seems like a strange thing to do. Name your child Jennifer, and then the next one, Janetta. What did you name your third, Genuese? Okay, so Jennifer and Janetta, the two Jens, went to see their mother's body at the Ashoki funeral home when they discovered this mistake. Jen uh, 2 said that there was no resemblance between their mother and the woman, actually, who was in the casket. She said the identified woman was very small compared to their mother. She was actually, quote, swimming in my mother's clothing. The sisters approached the employees at Hunter's funeral home, who at first denied that the woman was someone else. (laughs) Nope, nope, that's your mother. She's just undergone some shrinkage. Uh, Post-mortem shrinkage is very common, and uh, the color of their eyes can also change. Actually, the the whole figure can just go through a rapid transformation that you don't know about, so nothing to see here. Just, just... Pretend that it's your mother, if you could. <laughs> they denied that it was someone else. And then they went back into the em- embalming room. The employees were like, let's get to the bottom of this. They're saying it's not their mother. What do they know? They're both named Jen. Pfft, that's weird. Can't trust two people named Jen that are sisters. That makes no sense at all. Let's go to the embalming room. Oh, I- oh my goodness. Yes, their mother is here. Mary. Here's Mary. Whoops, we made a mistake. We put Mary's clothes on, a- on the wrong ca- carcass. The funeral home switched bodies, and then the service continued. <laughs> nothing, nothing to see. here. I'm wondering if the two gens let everybody know what happened. Well, you know, this will be funny in a few months, in a few years, you know. Uh, tragedy plus time is, uh, is one way to get comedy. The funeral home said it reached out to the family to apologize, but the two gens say they've not received a call from the funeral, funeral home. Actually, they're waiting for answers to their questions. Yeah, so the funeral home saying they apologize to the gens. The Jens are like, no, we haven't heard from them. We would like an apology. You probably should get like a partial refund too because, you know, for emotional damages, to see someone else dressed in your mom's clothes, it's just kind of like freaky. Maybe like, maybe the funeral should throw in a few pizzas or something or flowers. I don't know. Is pizza appropriate? I mean, what would make these two girls feel better? To certainly whip out the whiskey uh, you know at that point you're like go to the liquor store and get four bottles of Jameson and give them to these girls how about that or something flowers I don't know I mean that's a huge gaffe thankfully the sisters were allowed to view the body before you know it was all opened up for services because that would have been a, a real disaster if everybody lined up and it was it was not the woman you went there to see um, very tricky situation there I'm glad everything worked out, though. It's not easy being alive. It's also not easy being dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, we totally just kicked it. Thanks for kicking it with me. This is Jonesy, your host. I appreciate you. I want to say thanks to everyone who reached out to me about Dr. Pepper. You know who you are. Yeah. I heard from Heather and Lily uh, saying Dr. Pepper is the bomb. Yeah, Dr. Pepper is the bomb, if you guys missed last Oh, the, yesterday's episode I was talking about my favorite soda which is Dr. Pepper and if you guys dug Dr. Pepper apparently people like it that makes me very pleased uh, also some people mentioned to me that the painter that I was trying to find yesterday was uh, Norman Rockwell so thank you shout out to Lily and Cassandra for bringing that to my attention yeah it was, uh, it was on the tip of my tongue that Norman Rockwell American classic painter guy couldn't think of it alright uh, guys I'm getting old you know Usually, usually my brain works very quickly on the, the caffeine that I intake before I record this show, but for just some reason, it just wasn't, it wasn't putting me over the top, guys, and I was, I was bereft of answers. <laughs> bereft? Yeah, bereft. It's a good word. It means without. It's very fancy if you want to impress your friends. Say, I am bereft of drugs. Could you guys please help me with that? Uh, what else did I want to say? Uh, yeah, I put some stuff in the Patreon recently that's pretty funny. Uh, pretty weird. Those of you who are members, you might want to check that out. I think you get an email message when I put something new in there. Or if it's on the app on your phone, you might get a notification if I put some new stuff in there. But maybe, you're, maybe you turned off notifications. So I'm just letting you know. There's some new shit in there. Check it out. Funny stuff. Some of it is Florida-related. Uh, if you guys want to join the Patreon, you can do so. It's a way to support the show. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Or you can download the Patreon app. Do a little search for Weird AF News. It's a podcast, yeah, in case you're wondering what the hell this is. If you guys want to email me, it's funnyjones at gmail.com or call 646-450-2012. I love to hear from my peeps. You know, my peeps. All right. Let's kick it tomorrow, shall we? You guys want to kick it? Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll kick it tomorrow.